When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. La 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 Inner Wealth Podcast La 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 Inner Wealth Podcast La 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 Inner Wealth Podcast You know what day it is Inner Wealth Podcast Meditate and give So manifest the greater this And things all good Cause I say it is Investing in inner wealth Real generational wealth Is mental health it's an inside game, no toxicity. Let's talk and more listening. Ladies and gentlemen, and now introducing David McCullough, founder of Inception, the first mental health gym. La 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 la. Inner wealth podcast. La 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 la. Inner wealth podcast. La 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 la. Inner wealth podcast. Yes, indeed, powerful people. This is the Inner Wealth Podcast. We're breaking the machine. You dig? What up, though, guys? What's, what's up, What's man? up, what's up? Sitting with my boy Ahmad and Spank. Yeah, what up, though? Spank the bank, baby. Peace Bros. and blessings. I had to bring y'all y'all young bloods on because I want to I want to uh, really have a discussion on a lot of stuff that's happening right now, man. It impacts my generation. It impacts all of us, but mm. y'all in y'all 20s, man. Y'all, like, damn near almost 20 years younger than me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, y'all, by the time all these changes happen, y'all going to be in the midst of it. And so what we were talking about off off air is uh, Facebook announcing the the metaverse. Mm. The metaverse. And a lot of people don't know what that is. You know what that is, Spank? I know it's a 3D world. Mm. You know what that is, Ahmad? No, I don't know much about it. So the metaverse, you know, Facebook owns Oculus. Mm. Didn't know that. Oculus is the virtual reality headsets, right? Oh, that. Okay. That's the virtual reality headsets. They own that. Mm-hmm. And so now they change the name of the company to 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 match what their the next play is. You ever seen Ready Player One? Mm-mm. I ain't never, never seen, seen Ready Player One. It's on HBO One. Max. I gotta watch it. Ah, go go watch that. Mm-hmm. Then you're gonna see. Basically, the world online now is 2D. Mm-hmm. We all got stores, right? Mm-hmm. You got stores. You can go buy clothing. You can buy all that. Well, imagine being able to go into a 3D world. You already got an avatar because you got whatever Instagram feed or whatever. You got your profile picture. Then your your account represents you. Mm-hmm. So imagine going into this new meta world, put a virtual reality headset on, and now we can basically interact with each other as a 3D avatar in this virtual world. Think of playing Grand Theft Auto, but it's you. Mm. That's what it's going to be. And so NFTs... You're going to be able to buy NFT Jordans. 
you're going to buy NFT clothing. In a minute, we won't even care about what clothes we wear outside of here because most people will be spending all their money in the meta world. That's why you got to watch Ready Player One. Mm, 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 mm. I seen the commercial of him fighting the, uh, what's the thing? What's that? What is it called? Our guy, whatever. What is Who? it called? Uh, Mark Ziggerberg. He was oh, fighting, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the thing called when they be doing this? Oh, what lightsaber? No, well, they got oh, fencing. 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 Yeah. yeah, he was. Mm. He had the thing going. Yeah. They was fencing, and he was like, "Man, you know, that was a great job." I'm just like watching this commercial, like, "Wow, this is changing everything for y'all." I mean, we always said, you know, I used, I mean, my father always said, you know, the world's gonna be like the Justins, but I didn't think it was gonna come this fast. Well, I don't think it came fast enough, but but we are definitely here in the next five years. It's gonna be because you know, technology has an exponential increase. Like what we've experienced in the last. 15 years, mm-hmm. we'll now experience growth like that in one, two years. So That's what, how fast it'll be. So what, so what do you tell us 20-year-olds to start looking into first, to get really acquainted with this? The crypto. Because mm-hmm. the, the crypto is going to be the one, the thing that backs that world. Because you're going you're gonna to use money in that world to buy stuff, the crypto. You know, NFTs is just, okay, you can, you can have an NFT painting in your house, they're actually selling digital real estate, and certain uh, certain companies are creating uh, 3D models that can create digital re- real estate. You can purchase it. So imagine you having a house in that 3D world, and you're inviting your friends to that house, and then you got your NFTs and all that on the wall. That's how it's going to be. That's I mean, you got to go see Ready Player One, then you'll understand even further how it's going to be. Like it's it's changing drastically, and it's going it's going to change money in terms of the the powers that be currently, it's going to be an exchange of wealth. Because people, you already said, it's already people who are making uh, millions of dollars. I know this young lady, Nyla, she's already made, or she had like $4 million worth of NFTs. Uh, Travis Scott, not Travis Scott, what's the other guy's name? Tory Lanez? Mm-hmm. Is it Tory mm-hmm. Lanez? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's Tory Lanez. He, he, yeah, Canada he, artist, yeah. He, uh, he sold a million NFTs for mm-hmm. $1. And now his NFT of his album is worth fifty thousand dollars. Mm, damn. Yeah. That's so crazy. that's that's what's coming for you guys, man. Is 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 this stuff? I mean, you mm. gotta, you definitely gotta go uh, look into it. And I want to talk to y'all because y'all are younger and y'all should really be up on it. But also too, that's gonna change a lot of things. Like, let's talk about the nature of relationships. Like, what do y'all see relationships like these days? Damn. I mean, well, the the way I'm looking at it and when I, even just from current stuff, what's going on in the world now, from what you're talking about with the metaverse, it just sounds like a bunch of unsatisfied people to me because, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't play video games because I try to create the life that I want. You know, I feel like people who get into that, not saying, you know, if you get into the metaverse, you you don't accept reality, but it just shows you where we're at as a collective. Because who would want to sacrifice the real world for a world that's not even real? Because you rather something different than what's actually out here because it's not structured the type of way that you want it. So you want to create something that's not real, but it feels real. So I feel like that's relationships, man. We creating something that not real, but it feels real. And um, a lot of these relationships are like that. It's just for Instagram. It's for social media now. Mm. Everybody's just trying to live up to this social construct of what things should be or what it should look like. But, you know, I'm even seeing it in my life, man. It's just like you just got to accept it for what it is, man. And 
I feel like the biggest thing with the society that we live in now is just keeping stuff to yourself. Like, if it, if it, you know it's not going to look right to somebody else or, you know, your girl said this and it's like, man, keep it to yourself because that's how stuff blows up because you tell your mans and he like, no, man, because it was cool to you, but it's not cool to your mans. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. might not be cool to your partner and he might not give you the sound advice that you really need to hear. So if you don't have those people around you that can really just let you know, like, my relationship isn't perfect, your relationship wasn't is not going to be perfect, not those people just telling you, like, usually the people telling you, hey, you chase perfection, it's not in the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Those people telling you to chase this perfection, it, it has to be perfect, it has to be like this. You know, they're they not in relationships. So that's kind of where I'm looking at it. It's just like everybody's just trying to chase this facade right now. And um, I, I, I catch myself doing it as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I just deleted Instagram off my phone. Mm-hmm. You did? Yeah, because kind of what he said, like even... I, also, social media bring... Like envy, and I, I'm not an envious mm-hmm. person, but you do see like, damn, what am I doing wrong? Or mm. you see people that's like, all right, nigga, you, you just trying to make yourself feel good. It's like you can read people, so I just took that shit off. Like I don't like posting my my relationship on social media. Like my girl is asking, like, why well, I don't really do it? Just because, shoot, it's my private life. I really don't care right. to put, put like display something. Maybe because I've done it before. You know what I'm saying? I had relationships, post them, but you know, relationships didn't work out. You feel me? Mm. So now I'm to that point, like. You know, I can really care what goes on in that world because it is another world. It is the Matrix. Mm-hmm. That's the Matrix. This new metaverse and everything, that's the that's the Matrix. That's the Matrix. Like, I mean, like, sometimes I be just trying to figure out like, is a relationship real if you don't post it online? That's a good question. No, for real. I mean, but because I don't feel the need. That's to. that's a good question for both of y'all because again, that's so normalized for you. Right. That's not. I mean, my generation, they do it. Mm. But at the same time, um, there's still an old school understanding of keeping your relationship private. Right. Cause what? Cause truth, truthfully, do you do you lock your doors at night? Yep. Mm. Right. You yeah, don't have the door uh, wide open, right? No. So you don't just let anybody into your house, right? Right. Yeah. What about your car? Lock. So why you do that with a relationship? Why would you let your prized possession? Because really, your relationship, that's your prized possession. If it's adding value, it's a prized possession. Or it could be a non-prized possession. Mm -hmm. It could be bankrupting you. But Mm -hmm. that's your prized possession. So why would you you let people into that? And that's that's like how I feel on my my social pages. If you come talk shit on my pages, man, I delete your comment or I restrict you. Mm. And somebody said, why why wouldn't you leave a comment? Well, would I let you come into my house and talk shit to me? Mm-mm. You be out quick, right? Mm-hmm. You know what your your Facebook or your your Instagram page represents when you call it the home page. That's your home. Mm. So why would you allow anybody come in and just start talking craziness? I got a question. What do you think is gonna happen to the sports world? Because I can see that being a virtual, back virtual basketball game, virtual football game. Listen, the pandemic already started that. Mm-hmm. So Travis Scott. I mentioned his name earlier. Mm. These eight people died yeah. at some concert. Yeah. But you know he did a concert in the virtual world that had way more people, had like 17,000 people show up. Mm. So if people die at the, the Travis con- concert in real life, right? So now it's going to transfer. What, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to transfer. Over. Well, why do we need to do this concert? Why don't we just keep it here? Because ain't nobody going to die. And it, it ain't taking people, costing people money and stuff like that. The better that world gets... The more realistic that world gets, that's what's gonna happen. I mean, that could have been 
an uplead to that. Damn, the conspiracy theory yeah. is really agitated right no, now. No, I know what I'm saying. That, <laughs> conspiracy, like, you yeah. know, if we want to be conspiracy, like, that could have been the... Cause I heard there was somebody was going around injecting yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. That's why I got yeah. so wild. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's what I heard. Injecting people with yeah. what? I don't know. Some type of drug. And that guy... And they were dying? Well, they injected into security guard with the police reported. They injected into one of the security guards. He's, like, the only confirmed reported person who was pricked. And I guess... I don't know what it did to him, but... Yeah, he, I think he died or he went to the hospital or he went to like some type yeah, of they shop. said it was like a concert in hell. Yeah. Wow. But no. that's crazy. I can see that. But I think circling back to what you were saying about why, you know, you wouldn't let somebody to your house, but you let them to your relationship. I think it's because a lot of us feel like what we have in our relationship is invaluable until somebody looks Validates at it. Validates it. It's kind of like yeah. the jewelry store. Damn. It's like, yeah. man, is this chain really real? I got to bring it to the jeweler and see if this gold is really real. Put it to the acid test to see if it's really real. So sometimes we look at our relationship and it's not worth nothing until the homie be like, yeah, man, you got something good here. Or your, your family tell you, you got something good here. Yo, your if mama. I found a diamond on the ground, I ain't showing none of y'all. You know, <laughs> man. But, 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 but that's, that's, the how like, we, that's how we perceive these things. So we got to bring it to granny first. We got to bring it to mama. We got to bring it to all these people so they can tell us if this diamond is real, if this gold is is real. They gotta. They gonna put her through the acid that test, and that's why we letting people hmm? bring them in our relationship. I feel like that fuck up a relationship. Like me, for a while, I didn't. I didn't even want to tell my parents I was getting engaged. Cause you you were afraid of the uh, the criticism that might have yeah, come along. Yeah, I, I feel it. like yeah. I feel like it's my life. Yeah, mm. I'm like, telling, she in the church. She love the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Them definitely questions. You know they ask. No, for real. But it'd be like. Why do all that matter? When she get saved, man. She yeah. speaking tongues. No, I mean, yeah, she, no. She, she baptized and <laughs> fired the Holy Ghost. <laughs> that's that type of question. Yeah, it be those type of. It just be like, man. Then that's my life. Shit, I'm choosing who I want to be with. Like, yeah, I, you know, I just feel like, hey, this is who I pick. The technology advanced so fast uh, with social. I mean, we went from having flip phones to you know, because back in the day, MySpace. Black Planet, all these other sites, you had to sit down at the computer yeah. and log in. So when you left, you left. You go on the whole day. You just you didn't gonna get on your MySpace unless you maybe at work. But work, where I worked at, they had a firewall, so they wouldn't even gonna allow you to. You couldn't mm-hmm. look at nothing but MSN homepage, like yeah. look at the news. You couldn't go on MySpace. So you get home and you look at your MySpace, and that's when you logged in. But when this came along, this phone came along. And those apps got on the phone. Now you can tie yourself and you can open it up and look at it all day. So this new tool came about where we never had, we had to, we have to adapt to learn how to use the tool. Mm-hmm. That's like a kid who has a gun, right? Mm-hmm. You end up shooting somebody, shoot yourself because you don't know how to wield the resource. I look at the internet and I look at the metaverse and this is how I would uh, challenge you to look at it. Don't look at it from the consumer standpoint. I'm not a consumer. Consumer, look at it as a producer, a producer standpoint. I'm a master in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going in it to impart my value into it. Because at one point I was going to get off Instagram and I thought to myself, I said, I'm going to get off Instagram. This was some years ago. And then I just had this thought, man. It was like, but if you don't shine your light, then who will? And that's like so this morning, that's great that you say that. I don't want to get back on there until I become the master. So basically I don't want to come up I don't want to come back on there until I am the product. But what does that mean? What does that mean for you to become the product? 
What do you mm. feel like you have to be like to become the product? Consistent. Um, the star. Shoot, the star. That but is in my, are, my mindset. But you got a podcast. Speak, yeah. This Breaking the Machine podcast, and you you add value on there. Mm. Them are your clips that you cut up and drop them on your page. Mm. I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Your homie do it. Yeah, you, do. you got the value, bro. Mm. You already got a podcast. How many episodes y'all did? 26. You know what the average episode is? Number of episodes a podcaster does? Ten. Seven. Mm. Bro, you've already broke through a threshold that most people don't even reach. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what product, that's what y'all generation suffer from? Perfection. When I got to become the product, I'm like, yeah. well, what's the product, bro? Facts. And that's what I was just about to say. I feel like, you see, the product brings some type of value to the consumer, but you already bring value. Your value is just not perfect, just like mine isn't perfect. But if we can accept that we do bring value, like even in our imperfections, man, the people who watch our podcast, they just seeing us being perfect and seeing us having conversations and work through it, and it brings them value, and it helps sharpen them. So it's like, man, maybe they don't, sometimes they don't need a perfect example. Sometimes they don't need a perfect product. No. Sometimes they just need something. Bro, that's 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 Life. the inner wealth. Mm-hmm. It's the non-perfection. Mm-hmm. If you played a video game and you put God mode on, a cheat mode, mm-hmm. that shit is boring. It's yeah. it's fun for like ten minutes. That's yep. what the metaverse sounds like to me. God, it's like playing. No, in, but it's not in creative mode, mode in Minecraft. It's like, what if you die in the metaverse? <laughs> like, that's a good question. Can you die in the metaverse? So on, on Ready Player One, you can you can literally they have a scoreboard and you can die and you can lose all your stuff. But you can we can respawn, but you just start back from zero. Mm. So now you got something to lose if you're playing these games in there. So you better play wisely. You better you better build your skill up before you go play something that you can lose your life with, right? Like I was watching uh, TikTok. Like Chris mm-hmm. Darnell was saying, that's a that's the new. He caught up in some stuff, so but I was go true. Ahead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, man, I, I, I been was saw that. The same but, go ahead. Thing. but I mean, all greats got to go through that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some type of scam or somebody saying they did this. You know, yeah. I feel like yeah. But when you got the attorney general coming at you, bro, spank. That's a whole nother level, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I think and I seen the page because yeah, yeah. they commented, but no, nah, he's not going to be straight. You don't think so? Well, I, I hope the brother is because mm-hmm. I, I learned a lot from like um and that shows you that you can learn people from who are imperfect because mm. yeah. it don't mean that he he knows what's going on that he willfully and intentfully did it right, right. Mm. you still learn right mm-hmm. That's, and, and per- perfect teacher can still teach you mm. yeah so he was talking about tiktok how mm. tiktok is the new brand how many mm-hmm. seconds like he said how he studied tiktok like you know i'll make a video for like 30 seconds this is how many people watch it mm-hmm. um this how like you know he can get his brand off the map he mm-hmm. was telling people like tiktok is not just for not kids anymore. it's really it's really mm-hmm. for everyone and tiktok mm-hmm. is really the new way and i'm like dang and i was trying to you know i'll be i'm trying to learn tiktok but i don't <laughs> it's the same thing bro you just gotta take you gotta take one minute clips of your your podcast and, mm-hmm. and one minute clips of you saying something mm-hmm. right it's like you said something a minute ago take that one minute clip and post it with a with a hashtag and then this you got to keep doing it yeah, that's it that's yeah. it you're not going to get, you know, again, so y'all generation, y'all want one hitter quitters too. Yeah. Oh, I want this one post that's going to go viral and I'm going to gain it. But it's consistency versus mm. intensity. That mm. one post of just blasting, that's an intense thing. You know, when I, uh, my page grew from like, I had like 1,700 people and it just grew. I just went viral and I went like from 1,700 to like 12,000 in like a week. And all that, all these followers was coming in, bro. It was like dopamine overload. I was just like, my brain was just like, yo, mm-hmm. just all these people in inboxes. I was like, yep. And I got addicted. I I, I had to keep looking because mm. it kept feeling like that's how that's how porn is. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I got to keep looking. Damn. I got to keep seeing because I'm getting off on this. Like, damn, all these people coming in. Wow, 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 wow. Mm. And you do that for eight hours a day. Mm. My burnt, my brain was burnt out. Mm. Yeah, and it went viral a couple of times, so I know exactly what you. Yeah, because yeah, your page, you went viral on Twitter. Yeah, wow. Mm. See, and I don't even mess with Twitter like after that. that. But this was years ago. Like after that day, like, my shit was just ringing on my phone. Mm. Nigga, after like a day or two, that shit died off. And, and yeah. so, so what happens if, if if you go get this following off this one video, and now you don't even have the ability to continue keep them up, keep them there, keep mm. up the content. So it just goes back down to again. I think y'all generation might be programmed with seeing stuff happen overnight. Like, and do yeah. y'all do y'all feel that, or is that yeah, an accurate hell statement? Yeah. Hell yeah, that's an accurate mm-hmm. statement. Hell yeah, I mean, shoot, you look up like Ha Ha Day for for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been seeing him put in work for years, mm-hmm. but you yeah. look up, it feel like he came overnight. Like mm-hmm. social media make it feel like people came overnight and conquered. But if you look mm-hmm. at um, who else is a King Quran. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It like feel like he happened overnight, but no, nah, he been putting in work for years. Uh, Desi Banks, mm-hmm. feel like he just conquered the world overnight. He on tour, DC Young Fly, like all of them. You feel like they've been, like they have everything happened to him just like that. But they all got a backstory. But does that does that? Do you feel like that deters your generation from actually keeping going? Does mm-hmm. that get them to stop? It just feels like well, I just can't do that. Like it's easy for our generation to follow. Like we going our generation kind of a little messed up. I feel like we're gonna follow to the wrong hole, mm. and we just gonna all dive in there. Was that the thought process of why y'all created y'all podcast, Breaking the Machine? Was kind of mm-hmm. like y'all trying to break that that mindset? Yeah, but, yeah, you know, break that social construct. But 
Like, I feel like it, that's in anything, and, and I feel like that brings peace when you understand that. It's so much work that gets put in the background that you don't see. And if mm. you really just understand that, then you'll just have peace of mind about this stuff. Like, even with our podcast, right, it looks like we just got off, you know, we just started at the top of this year, and, you know, we hit the ground running and stuff. But that's because other work was put in prior to, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, us even having a podcast. <laughs> Me and him did a podcast you know, that never aired. Two of them and never aired. And, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of my platform, the Ancestral Plane, building that following, it's really easy to grow a podcast when you have a platform with a quarter million followers, you mm-hmm. know, and you can put it up there. But somebody else, they want to start a podcast and then get the numbers that we get. No, because I spent four years creating that platform. Yeah. So this other platform could be faster you know what i'm saying mm. just like with anything people don't know the, the the work that goes on in the behind the scenes for it to go that quickly and i, I mean I, I i have this conversation with my little brother even you know in stocks i was having a conversation with spank the other day and man i'm giving him money to invest in stocks and forex because he's like a forex genius and giving him money and he done lost a lot of money a lot of my money mm. i'm just giving him hundreds of, getting hundreds mm. of until we get into the thousands, he just losing my money. And I was just telling him, like, this is the cycle. You you putting in your time, but you feel like you're supposed to get that $10,000 lick. You're getting that $10,000 a month. I say, man, you ain't earn your, you ain't earn your, 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 your keep yet. You didn't earn it because you have to lose the money first. You have to lose all of this first for you to be that master and you to be able to come and talk to somebody. Because I told him, I said, man, we in two different phases of life. I graduated you in your sophomore year. And you really, you still hungry. You want that fly car. You want to impress the girls. Because I didn't impress the girls. Because I didn't get the money. So you still want the thing. You still scared of losing it or still scared to be on that other end. I was on the opposite side of the eight ball. I know what that other side feel like. So those same things that's pulling on you don't pull on me because I didn't already experience not having it. You, yeah. you, you. That's why I told him, I said, you ever grinded or thought about grinding for something for six years straight and not getting to where you thought you was? Mm. I've been doing the social media stuff for six years straight and I still haven't been able to reach the type of stuff that I actually want to reach. And it's been six years. I'm like, Eileen, do you think, well, that's my little brother's name. I'm like, you think you could grind for six years doing this stocks and still not to be able to touch 10K a month? How would that make you feel? It'd be like impossible in your mind. Yeah. But it's certain people that have done that, man. They but put but in it's that crazy that we think like that because we look at people like ball players. Mm-hmm. You had to play ball from the time you was damn near six years old. To 21 to get drafted. Mm-hmm. Now it begins. You didn't get mm. paid from 6 to 21. You might have had some social currency depending on how good you were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you you just now getting paid. No, depending on how big that first check is, that's probably it. A lot of them just like, oh, I got it. I ain't no problem playing ball no more. So that's that. that reality exists, but at the same time, I mean, t- piggybacking off what you just said, that a lot of your generation don't understand process. No, and that that's the, that's the one, I mean, I, I try not to make the, the metaverse about fear, but if you're seeing people making $50 million off NFTs, I mean, I to me, even I walked away like, what the hell am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. why am I mm-hmm. doing this? Somebody just made $50 million off a digital thing. What am I putting, like, Really? I'm in the wrong business. And I've had mm-hmm. these moments. That wasn't the first time I had that moment. Man, I had that moment for the last 15 years. Mm. Every year. 
because I can easily see somebody in my circle doing numbers and I ain't doing those numbers. So then you like, but I feel like for my business to have grown, I had to, I had to shed a lot of beliefs, man, disbelief. And my business didn't grow until I started believing in myself more. You have to be able to break a hundred thousand, break your first hundred thousand. There's a whole thing where people have a hard time cracking mm-hmm. that hundred thousand in business. But once you crack it, we said this when we was upstairs, you can't unsee what you've seen. Mm-hmm. So now I'm at the state where like, uh, $100,000, ain't nothing. Right. I need to crack a million, you know? Then I need to crack a billion. Mm-hmm. But, but I don't look at cracking it by looking at the money. Mm. I look at cracking it by looking at the amount of value I can add. Because if I can add massive amounts of value, then it's easy to crack a billion. So that's how I look at my wholesaling, like when I do my real estate. So uh, I look at the value I can bring to my buyer. Mm-hmm. So if I can, all right, my buyer bringing in 50 homes a month, how can I bring in an extra 25 or 50? You know, so that's how I really, you know, look at my, because at first I was just looking at the money. You know, I had to, I'm going to get 100000 That's how I'm going to do it. But the more I kept falling and falling, like, bro, I'm not adding value. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How can I have value to... So my first deal, I just closed my first deal, but it was with a guy I knew. Well, congratulations, first oh, of yeah, all. thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just closed my first deal. You know, and it, it been a hassle. So, But um, you got it. You got, I got it. it. You know what I'm saying? Breaking the ice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I you broke it. You to break that ice, man. Yeah, so... But, like, now I see it. So, all right, so my homeboy, I, I, I uh, got his house for sold, cash offer. So now, after he get his check and everything, I'm going to ask, can we take a picture like on the internet, now I'm thinking about the value way. Now can we take a picture and be like, hey, I bought, you know, this guy bought my house cash offer, you know, mm-hmm. mess with spank. Now I can bring more value to my to my business, also to his business, and also to my buyer business. So now I'm cre- I'm working on creating that train because of flow, because business transaction is a is a uh, spiritual action. I, yeah. I read that today, so mm-hmm. I'm just trying to keep that spiritual, you know. Wealth coming in, so I can get brick. I didn't. I, I want to be rich. Shit, yeah. I ain't trying to be broke. So that goes into this conversation about what's your thoughts on uh, today's way of making money? Because I'm sure y'all got the last bit of the whole. You both go to school. Yeah. You know how how mm-hmm. when y'all heard that younger, what was y'all first initial emotional reaction to that to that ideology? I loved it. To go to school and Going get a to job. School and to go to college was my dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. I think it had more to do with the environment that I was brought up in rather than the actual college itself. I just wanted to, you know, I'm looking at these, you know, movies and stuff, and I'm just like, man, that just looks like a dream. I, I just, I don't want to be here, you know, and I and mm-hmm. that looks safe. It looks nice. Everybody looks nice. Everybody's laughing. It looks like a good time. So that was the dream that was impregnated in my mind. I just wanted to go to college, you know, no matter what. You know, people say get rich or die trying. I was going to go to college and Did your parents die go? trying. Yeah, both of my parents went to college. They, um, they both finished? Both of them graduated. See, um, so that's another thing, yeah, when you can. You know, you see it. So, you know, that was my whole thing. But when when I look at it in terms of money, you know, just going back to what you were saying about the $100,000 threshold, I feel like oftentimes in the hood, 10000 is a threshold. A lot of our households, a lot of these households in the hood ain't never seen $10,000 on retainer, $10,000 in the bank account just sitting there. We we live in check to check, you know, paycheck to paycheck. Which and is I feel so like, terrible. And it's terrible. It's terrible as hell. But a lot of us never get to that 10000 threshold. And I feel like 
you know, you said your number one thing to break the threshold. My number one thing to break the threshold to me is patience. That's what it is, man. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see it with, with, with stocks. I didn't see it with all that. You can't take a small step of incrementally making $100 a day because you want to go for 1500 this day, and you lose it all because you wasn't patient. But if you would have just did $100 a day, you would have had three bands at the end of the month. But instead, you wanted to go to the 15 that one day, and you lost it all that one day. You sound like you're talking about me. Because yeah. I did that. <laughs> no, I'm talking to my little brother, man. Nah, I hey, did man, that. stop I losing doing, my money, man. man no, you I do got to be patient. That's true. I was doing, uh, I was doing uh, binary options mm. trading. Mm. Mm. And I was like, man, if you, because if you compound interest and you do options, you can, you can, use mm. a whole calculator can do. Yes, if you just yes, make 10% yes. off your money in one day, mm. shut it down. You know? So if I, if I go and I'm going to do options of $70 and I make $7, I'm done. Mm. Go to the next day. I got seventy seven dollars. Mm-hmm. Now the next day I'm gonna make what seven dollars and seven seventy cents. Mm. Compounding. Mm. Ah, nah. <laughs> that that's it, the formula yeah. that I know. And it, and by the time you get to like month three, your money's mm-hmm. in the thousands, right? Mm-hmm. But the problem is, you get greedy. You like, yeah, I know. I keep, you know, I t- you know, you only invest with your 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 wins, really, your revenue, whatever you make. Like, if you put in five hundred and then you double it to a thousand, take the five hundred out and then just play with your wins. But the problem with it is, it's like, dang, what if I bet the whole thousand though? Well, I'm saying, shit, I'll be then I did that at the casino. Right, been times at the casino, bro. Ah, man, I go in with a hundred. My it's been times at the casino. I went in twenty five dollars, came out five hundred, but like. I go in the casino. But how many losses you took to get that 500? Shoot, I took a couple. I, I, there have been times like I'm back at my last 25. I'm like, fuck. I ain't up back winning again. But that's something I keep doing. Like, I'll be up 500, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to play this whole you can't, 500. You can't just walk away. No, I can't. That, 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 the house always wins. It does. Because mm-hmm. even if you walked always. away and you won, you probably lost so much. It's kind of like Dave and Buster's, right? Mm-hmm. Go Dave and Buster's. You got all these tokens and these credits, and you you win all these 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 tickets to go and get your stuffed animal. But you didn't realize that uh, you spent probably about fifty dollars, and the stuffed animal cost about two dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you better off just buying it up at the right. But but at that point, they know psychologically you're conditioned towards I'm a win because mm-hmm. I won, but you didn't win. You, you, but mm. but at the same time, how many shots you gonna take in ball? Mm-hmm. Man, only fifty percent is like you. You a baller. You mm-hmm. make you shooting fifty percent from Absolutely. the field. Yeah, that's that's. I good. mean, if you shooting fifty percent from three, you Steph Curry. Yeah, you shooting thirty three percent, you good. Yeah, thirty five percent. Right from from right you know, from three. Yeah. But you know, I, I feel like the biggest thing, even with that, is you know when we look at the way a lot of this money is circulating, man. These children, they don't wanna. They don't. They, a, lot, a lot of them. They don't want to. The the way they perceive college is totally different. The way that we perceive college. You know, working in the inner city schools, it's just like you hear it oftentimes. A lot of them, they 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 want to do the illegal route. You know, really? they want to. Yeah, they want to take a lot of these other routes because uh, the pandemic really changed everything, man. It changed. Yeah, I mean, get a trade. you 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 seeing the, my students go get a trade. The, the the number of people quitting their jobs is like skyrocketed, man. You a teacher? Yeah, working towards it. Yeah. Okay. You know, and, and, but you do real estate. Yeah. Okay. Sorry yeah. about that. And, and, and the, no, but and it's all good. But the, but the number of people leaving their jobs has skyrocketed in a way, and that's because of unemployment. People getting unemployment. People doing PPP. People, you know, yeah, I should have stayed in the government. I should have kept that PUA, bro. I was getting like 
Well, almost thirteen hundred two weeks, bro. I'm like, man, fuck a job. <laughs> you know, and that's <laughs> well, the mindset. You had to, yeah, well, that's the but, mindset. But that's the mindset because one, a lot of people's jobs was bullshit jobs that's going to mm. all be replaced by automation. Yeah. So we're talking about the metaverse. We ain't even talking about what's coming with <sighs> with AI happening now. I mean, when we're not just talking about low level jobs too, man, they'll be able to replace uh, lawyers. Mm. Uh, my boy played with this uh this Google AI bot. I can't remember the name of it, man. But that thing, that whole thing, can have full blown uh conversation and debate. You can program the bot to have a debate with itself mm. about a topic. Damn. No, the, if the if the bot is taking in so much information mm. and it's and it's it's piecing everything together, mm. like any question you can ask. The database is there. It's like it's connected to the to the net. That's why um, I'm looking into cybersecurity. I'm looking at a lot of stuff that's dealing with technology because that's the new way. You got it. We got to tap in it. Well, I got into that when I was 18. I I, I knew mm. about that. That's mm-hmm. why I went to a trade school. Went to a technical trade school, and mm. I never after that I never had work really outside of the tech field. Mm-hmm. You know, because shoot, I came out of college at that time. I was not even college. It was the tech school. Seven months. It's making like 30, 30K. I'm like, I think I'm like 19, 20. Mm-hmm. I had a work van, laptop, pager, mm-hmm. cell phone, 30K coming out. Kids now coming out of school making like 40. Yeah. You talking about inflation. My That 30 then was like 40, 45. Mm. You know, and then I, and then I added, I, you know, the money goes up, but from trades. But now that the, the trades need to be, you can go build stuff in the actual metaverse. Everything that's in here, in this world, is going to be built in that world. Yeah, they just want to be rich, man. You know, our generation, the younger generation, they just want to be rich. But money Don't is nobody, fake. You know. Well, it's a, it's a collective idea mm-hmm. that, you know, something we put value in, this is valuable. But mm-hmm. we can trade that and say, you know what, this Wallow book, mm-hmm. this is a new v- currency if we all agree upon it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Shout out Wallow267. Yeah, it's, it's, it's now that's that's the new currency. But that's mm-hmm. what's happening with crypto. Some of it actually has backing, though, and some of it mm-hmm. doesn't, or utility. Mm-hmm. Crypto just got a commercial yesterday. Man, Crypto.com. That was the first commercial Oh, I oh you talking about the, uh, the app? Game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You guys, uh, I use that app. Yeah, they, um, they're showing on doing the football games now. I can't wait to the Super Bowl type of commercial they're going to show for NFTs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's going to be crazy. crazy. Artists, mm-hmm. artists are going to come out with stuff with NFTs and stuff like that. So on your on your guys' podcast, it seemed like y'all have like guests. I mean, y'all, I've been on there. Courtney, I've seen Courtney on mm-hmm. there. It seemed like y'all having some real, uh, I'm going to call it, deep conversations with people. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that the format of the show? or? Yeah, I mean, I think that was the original format to begin with, but... I feel like um, us really getting into the mental health conversation, um, it was something that kind of just it kind of just landed in our laps. You know, I don't think we plan on having those type of conversations. I just wanted to have elevating conversations about breaking the social construct of what, you know, a, a, a successful black man is supposed to be, you know, what an upstanding man is supposed to be, all these different things, breaking those social constructs. But I don't know what episode was really the turning point, but... Uh, Courtney's. You're right. You you you're right. I think mm. it was this probably by the second Courtney episode. Mm. I'm noticing the retention on his episode. People is watching it all the way through. I'm, I'm noticing the number spike, and I'm noticing the comments. I'm noticing you're right. It was Courtney, 
And they just like, man, I've never heard this conversation with young black men. And it, it, it'd be this vulnerable like that. And then I was just like, dang, they yeah. really love to hear us talk about our basically, mental health. Basically, we showing how to deal with trauma and still live to be your best version. Mm. I feel like that's what we really going with it. Like and showing it, how you can live with it and, yeah. not, and not destroy you. Like, yeah. just on the outside looking in, you just think, oh, man, they moving, they shaking, they doing all this other stuff. But it's some stuff going on on the inside. You nah, know what bro, I'm saying? Bro, there's always stuff going on. And, and I don't care it, in your life, your life, my mm. life. Every level you go up, there's going to be different challenges, mm-hmm. you know, and you're going to have to overcome those challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, big say more money, more problems, but I just think it's more money is, I don't really think I believe that. I think it's, I think the higher up you go, there's different challenges, but they're typically not money if you know how to manage it properly, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. it, but it's other things. Mm-hmm. It's these people who want to talk to you and be next to you and you don't know their intentions mm-hmm. and you know that's why they say that's why these songs no new friends and things of that nature and you see the more that y'all become popular you're gonna garner that attention people mm-hmm. gonna be walking up to you they do they do it now no uh, oh wait yeah uh, no. no wait <laughs> it's gonna be like I, I think wait, what y'all just me. had the nine on your podcast dropping today too mm-hmm. yeah. that's M boy yeah so yeah. You see the connections? Yeah. Oh, y'all had him? Uh-huh. Oh. That's... I just feel like with me, I feel like the more successful I get, it's the envy that comes with it. Like mm. I know I have a lot of friends. I know I have a lot of friends that grew up in the hood, got that hood mentality. Uh I really I talked to man, one of my mans, we he went uh, the other night. You know, he went to jail, he just got out. And I was like, you know, we so rushed to get to the bag. I don't want him to get the bag before me because when he get it, he ain't going to know what to do with it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So once mm. I make it, somebody going to be like, he ain't going to know what to do do with it. He ain't going to know mm. what to to do with that money or he ain't going to know what to do with that popularity. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'll mm. do it better than he do. So that's mm. when the envy and shit come. So I think that would be my biggest fear in the back of my head. You know, just that envy thinking somebody going to like come and, come and get me or something. You know, because that's the type of... Yeah, that don't scare me. But that no, but it, I just feel like that's the type well, of my environment. <laughs> myself, in. myself, that's what scares me. Um, what you me. gonna do with it? Mm-hmm. And that's what I tell, that's what I tell people all the time. Sometimes we be so close to a lick, we be so close to an opportunity and it don't go through. I didn't have a million opportunities supposedly going, supposed to go through a million mm-hmm. conversations, people saying they're gonna do a million things and it never goes through. And it's like, why didn't it happen? It's because I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready to receive that blessing. I wasn't ready to get mm-hmm. that money. You know, I invested in Dogecoin uh, the night of SNL. It was the big yeah, SNL it, night, it, it, it and it dropped. plummeted. Yeah. I lost $5,000 that mm-hmm. night, you know, and it was oh, just like, man. And you know, all this. I mean, I made a whole bunch of money, but I lost a whole bunch as well. And oh. it's just like, man, I can't really catch that. I, I'm always, I invested in Sheba like six months ago, and then and you sold it, sold <laughs> it for a couple hundred dollars because you know I needed that couple hundred. And then I'm like, bro, you know, let me, let me tell y'all, if you go too high too quick, mm-hmm. ain't nowhere else to go from there but down. Mm-hmm. So the journey again. Do you want to play the game where everything is given to you mm. and you only on level two? Mm. It's the incremental increases. Those mm. things built you. The losses I've taken losses and yeah. and and, yeah. and the financial thing too. And you know what? When we would take our losses, everybody got quiet. Mm. Mm. And we had to call people. You blew your account. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I asked my I asked my cousin for like twenty dollars with your Calvin drum. I said no, nah, but even now, like nigga, why do it even matter? 
It might be well because though, you know people have a uh, you know our our self our self esteem is attached to mm. to mm. the Money. external mm. wealth. You yeah. know that's how we attach it. Yeah. So it's it's not it's not a. They feel less than at that point, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Especially if they again, if you got now, like I said, we observing each other, yeah. and you on there, you balling. Mm. Mm. Spain got five thousand subscribers on YouTube. But that, see, I think that's why another reason. I'm, that's see, that's all that play a part. Why mm. I probably be going off, going on and off on the net. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's too many people watching. But you know that that was always the thing for me, and I talked about this on the previous episode. I forgot what episode we was talking about. It might have been uncomfortable conversations, but. Um, I was just saying, like, I see it changing me now, you know? I saw it changing me now, you know? Just, like, life changed for me with the podcast. Podcast changed my life already, you know? And we not even, like, really big. But it's just, like, I even see it just, you know, change the way that, you know? I don't don't feel like you change. I just feel like you're just more confident in yourself. But you're going to change. I think that's what it is. Yeah, you're not going to change who you are. You just become more More of who you are. are. So Mm. if you're an asshole, you heard the term. You're an asshole... Mm. Uh, without money, when you get asshole. it, you're gonna be an asshole. Then, right? Mm. It's just gonna bring out, and I, for myself, I feel you. That confidence level in myself, I'm like, bro. It's the confidence. I can build a rocket ship. It's yeah. the confidence. Yeah. yeah you know, people may think maybe words. people may think like like mm. that's uh, what do you want to call it, uh, arrogant or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. I saw Elon Musk create a rocket, mm. and I totally believe if he can do it. Mm. I can too. Mm. Yeah, if people want you bring people want you to be down at their level. Fuck that. Mm. I'm keeping myself up, and that's why I messed up at you know. Especially, I know in pandemic, I found myself. I was at a high self. I made a lot of motherfuckers uncomfortable, mm. but I brought myself back down. But now it's like, no, nah, I need to bring myself back up. Mm. I don't care if you feel uncomfortable around my intelligence or the way I act or the way I move, the way I feel. You get on my level, you get the fuck on. And that's where <laughs> that's where it's to now. Like for mm. real, with anybody, it's just. I don't think I'm better than nobody, but shit, I got this superpower in me that's just that need to go off. Yeah, and that just mean I got to take action every day. And well, a, lot that, of, a lot of people scared of that. They say birds of a feather flock together, and then mm-hmm. the more and more you uh, you go up, you start to realize iron sharpens iron. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you have to be around people. I, remember, I told you this upstairs, mm-hmm. right? We were just talking about that. Like I realized, like, um, like in Silicon Valley, the stuff they're doing there, like everybody mm-hmm. there has an app idea. Everybody mm-hmm. there is Facts. know about VCs, and so the stuff that they're building is nothing. It's nothing to go raise five million dollars to start your company because they live in that ecosystem of building, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're not in that, who do you look to? Is you. So that's mm-hmm. why you have to get online and start to find those channels of people doing that. So I started watching videos of, uh, uh, and Anthony Robbins talks about this, finding models, you know, mm. finding somebody to model after. Mm. Um, you know, there's one guy I, I know who's, who started, mm. this guy started his gym probably around the same time, maybe I started Inception or after, he already cracking like 100 million. But now he's doing these podcast episodes on showing you stuff, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, it's validating what I'm doing, mm. and I know I'm on the right track. Cause mm. I'm like, no, he he's played the game already. Cause mm. dude, it's all a game. Mm. It's all a game. Mm-hmm. You see it. Every star who you know who got big, they all got some story, right? Mm. Uh, the game is playing victim. Uh, now that's the game that you don't want to play. No, not playing <laughs> yeah. victim, but yeah. not playing victim. But the game is uh, you got to. The game is you have you came from a sad story, telling your sad story to inspire others. Yeah, mm. that's the game. Well, every every superhero. Show or movie you watch, mm. what's in there? 
Tragedy. Tragedy, mm. yeah. The only difference is they don't stay stuck in the tragedy. Mm. Our people, a lot of times, we've had so much tragedy. We stay stuck. You stay stuck. And it's no fault of our own in, in terms of the trauma. The issue is when we we need to get out, but we don't. Because, again, we have too much uh, too much around us keeping us down. That's why we... Why do we try to leave our hood so much? Mm. Why? Because ain't nothing there. I ain't trying to be around there. Because lack lack of safety in there. Yeah. So you try to leave out of it. But what if... What if what if we start helping them to get, helping people in our own communities to to overcome those traumas? Which, which that should be the goal. And then everything mm. would be better. Yeah, because it's not about gaining money and leaving your neighborhood. Like, why is that like that? Why is why we got to leave our neighborhoods after we made it? Mm. They don't teach us how to rebuild them. Huh? They don't teach us how to rebuild them and put it like a... But who was they? Mm. Who was they that's supposed the, to teach the us? The powers that be. Why would they teach you? They had mm. you enslaved. Why they would they did. teach yeah, whoever you? Whoever made the project. <laughs> Why would they teach you, though? Mm. I think that the people who, who like ourselves, you're going up. Well, you got to, you want to call it reach back. I don't think it's just reach back. I just think it's adding value. Yeah. But, mm. you, but you're going to also realize that you can't, you can't help those who don't want to be, be helped. helped. It's going to be some who want to. And there's, there's actually, mm. we just launched a podcast uh today with Andre Norman and he said something that really that struck me he said you know I don't believe in you know people don't want to be helped it's just that there's a stage that happens before being helped and he's in that stage so we need people who are the ones who are willing to help those who say they're not or you can sense they're not willing to be helped they just need to have a first layer layer of that support before they can get those who can help you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, instance, if I kind of come to you, if you come to me and say, um, Dave, uh, I want you to invest in my company and I look at your company and you ain't got a business plan, you don't know the numbers, but you got a good idea. But I can't help you yet. Mm. Mm. You need to go work with this person first before I can help you. you you're too early at the early stage. So, it's kind of like that in a sense. Mm. No, I completely agree. And I even see that, man, I see that working with the, you know, young children all the time, man. Like, you, you see one of them that's really, like, apt to get the game, and then there's another one, like, you can give them all the game in the world. They're not getting nothing. It's because they're not in that stage to receive. They're not in the building mm-hmm. stage. They're in the tear-down stage. They're like, man, I got some stuff in me. I'm still tearing it down. Then another one is he's all the way at the bottom, and he's ready to build. And then another mm-hmm. one's still about doing the demolition in himself. So it's like, you got I, I just think when it comes to children... It's it's all about what's their interest. Mm. So like I've been working with kids for a long time, and he can be terrible in science class. Like he can be a goofball, but in math, he's sitting down quiet mm. and really learning. So it's all about to me what are the children, what what is their interest in, interest in. Like uh, I got one kid I know how to draw real well. Mm. Cole, he drew me a Goku uh, picture. Like it was sweet, but he will not pay attention in class. But he can draw. So it's all about you know nurturing your gifts. What's yeah. what's, what's what's some of y'all gifts? What y'all gifted in? Mm-hmm. Man, I do a lot of stuff. I draw. Um, I used to rap back in the day. I do poetry now, but I used to rap back sports. in the day. But what's your main gift that you need to sharpen? The the thing that you're good at that that literally that can take you 
I think mm, my talking. Public speaking. Yeah, public speaking. Say communication. Yeah, public speaking. Exactly. Yeah. I was waiting. What's my gift? Yeah. Communication. communication yeah. So having a podcast, right? Mm. And have y'all both noticed that the more y'all did y'all podcast, that gift has sharpened? Yeah. That did po- your episodes start yeah. off the same way that you start off now? Nah. No. Oh. Nah. But I also feel like I talk too much. Mm. I feel like it's me working on my gift. Like, yes, I'm like, bro, I talk too much. I think you feel that way because you're talking to people who don't add value to you, so you have to talk. I was thinking the same thing, man. Mm, so explain that a little bit more. So. If you around me, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be doing a lot of the talking. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm better than you, but because I'm older than you and I've had more life experiences, so I have a lot to be able to impart into you. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean you can't impart anything to me, mm-hmm. but you're in a stage right now because we're not peers. Mm-hmm. I'm more like a... And and again, when I'm saying this, don't make this seem like, you know, these hierarchies of better and worse. Mm-hmm. It's just that I'm more, I'm more, what's the word? It's Experience. not influencer, yeah. but it's like mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More like a mentor role. Right. Again, I'm going to learn from you. That's why I'm asking you stuff. So you're not going to talk as much. Right. Not because you don't have anything to share. So when you're around people, are you typically the one that's yeah. doing the imparting? Yeah, I'm doing a lot of talking. Yeah, because you have more of the value to give because you're at mm-hmm. a different stage in your life. Mm-hmm. But you need that. You need to be able to do that. You know, I'm I'm doing a lot of talking around people. And mm-hmm. but but and then when I when I found somebody who I was around who's like, yo, this dude doing it, I'm like this. I'm just listening. <laughs> I said it on the podcast one time, you know? Mm-hmm. Depends what room you in. Yeah, depends, depends on what room you're in. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I don't think you talk too much. I just mm. think you 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 giving away, you know, you giving away what you need to give away. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot of stuff I, I learned. It's hard to hold it in. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're, you're trying to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. You're a teacher. You're a communicator. Yeah. He's a teacher and communicator. Yeah. I'm a teacher. I'm a communicator. That's yeah. our that's our gifts. That's why we're doing what we do. Yeah. It's like it's like uh, when Mister Porter said, trying to heal to know. But I, I feel like we just trying to get a game that we didn't have. So it's yeah. like, man, if I was your age and I knew this, man, let me give yeah. you this, and it come off to a certain type of way. But I feel like being around an OG or being around a mentor or somebody who's imputing knowledge and giving you some game. It's not nothing to be looked down upon. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, he looking down or he trying to sun you. It's just really, he's really leveling you up yeah. to go somewhere that he couldn't go because he giving you the game at a later age and you in an earlier stage. So he giving you the game at an earlier stage so you can be on a different trajectory. He's really doing you a big favor. You know what I'm saying? So anytime you're around somebody who's, you know, really giving you that game and they didn't already experience some life, man. I don't think it's nothing to be like, you know, I'm trying to sun you. No, it's just like, man, he taking me to the next level, whether he know it or not, whether he is trying to sun me. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to be able to go on a different trajectory because he's giving me what he didn't have. And I, and I felt like, you know, me and my business partner, we used to always say, man, we would meet we would meet other black men. when This is 10, 15 years ago. I'm y'all age. Mm-hmm. And we, we hustling and we trying to do the thing mm-hmm. and they would be trying to sun us. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't they wouldn't even try to impart the information. They'd be like, shit, I got mine. You figure out how to get yours. Yeah. And they were just like, like, I'm just like, yo, I see you got these businesses. Like, I'm willing to sit at your feet and say, how you build this? How you do this? If you need me to wash your car for you, bro, or do whatever. Yo, I used to take my, I used to drive my bishop to church every Sunday, bro. I used Mm. to get up six o'clock, drive him to church because I just wanted him to impart some game into me, bro. Mm. That's all, bro. 
Man, I remember one time I was on the phone with him, bro. I got a mentor, bro. And everything you saying, that's exactly how I felt. And I just tell him, like, bro, I'll drive away to Ann Arbor to come see one of your buildings. Right. Bro, when I call, it's just I was going to hear, like, some type of knowledge, bro. I, I, bro, I'll be around you 24-7 if I could. Right. I want to I be a part of I want to be a manager at your, uh, at mm-hmm. one of your properties. You ain't got to pay I've, me. I've, mm-hmm. And I've literally. And I hate that shit. Like, I've just random people, and, and, and I, I'll just, I'll say I'll mentor you. Mm. And they'll and they'll look and they'll look. One person said to me recently, "But why me?" And I said, "Why not you?" Mm. And I would think, "Well, why did I choose that person?" Because it's just something there that I'm like, "No, I need to do this with this person." And I did that with one of my one of my young uh, guys. Man, he came up and spent a year with me, mm. lived with me, because mm. I was trying to help him to elevate. I mm. can't elevate him. I no nobody can elevate you. No. You you have to take that in and do the work and start to rise by what they're giving you. Cuz mm. nobody can't do it for you cuz if I do it for you then I'm 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 really um crippling I'm you. Crippling you. Mm-hmm. you know? You got to go out and and mess the deals up. Yeah. You got to go out and mess the but if I, you bring me the paperwork, I'm gonna tell you, don't do this, do this. And then you may be thinking, oh, I'm going to do this anyway. And then it mess up. I'm going to, well, bro, I told you I gave you the game, but you still going to mess up. You still going to have to, you still going to have to learn. Yeah. Anybody who come and try to rip stuff off from me and I've seen it, you still got your own price to pay. Mm-hmm. You still got your own price to pay. Yeah, no that's matter. why I don't be tripping like a nigga cut me uh, in business. I'll let that shit go. Yeah. At the end of the day, you got to deal with that shit. And, and, you know, I think the biggest thing, man. Even with that, one of the biggest things, even with that, it's like, that's why it's important for us to break that. You know what I'm saying? To break that. Any little game we got that we can impute, that's what I try to do. And I try to, you know, when I'm giving it, I just try to let them know, like, man, I'm not trying to sign you. I'm just giving you that game because I've been felt like that for years, man. You be up under these, you know, success. And it's like that. Like I was telling Spank, we was on the conversation. I said, man, sometimes they just keep you around to. Like, be fresh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you got these people, they already established in the game. They already got this, that. But they keep you around and say, hey, man, what's going on in you know in this area? What's going on in Because they out of it. You know what I'm saying? They out of that element. No. But we young. We in the element. And it's like, man, you just keeping me around just because, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you you think I can provide some value for you, but you're not really, like, teaching me the game. Like, man. Well, that that in that situation, that's not a completed circle. Mm, if not, I got you around me. Cause I know y'all young and y'all 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 into the game, but don't believe that I ain't gonna connect you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That I ain't gonna put you on. That's why y'all gotta ask me too. You know what I'm saying? And I mm. think that's that, where, that's what mentorship. With mentorship, like I offered you some mentorship. Mm. You gotta come to me, bro. Mm. I can't come give you the game, mm. but if you come and you seek me out, bro, I'm a I'm a hit you. Mm. It may it may not be as quick as you want it, but I'm gonna get you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn that when I was when I was being mentored. Like my my mentor told me, like man, you you want you want what I have, then seek me out. Okay, cool. I'm gonna come drive you to church mm-hmm. every morning. You know, every Sunday morning, I'm gonna drive you. You know, and I I I got a lot from that. And two, I got not just imparted with information. You know what comes with it? Relationship, relationships, but also like edification. Cause then I like I'm pointing out y'all gifts and I'm telling y'all what y'all gifts are. Like mm-hmm. that did that does something for you. So what about if you a, don't know? That I'm, does something for you when like like he showed us, he told us our gifts. Mm-hmm. Mm. So if that's y'all gifts, then what y'all need to be doing? Doing our gifts. That's that African structure, man. But also <laughs> the elders. 
What about all right, so you mentoring me, right? But what am I I call you out on your BS? If I'm if I'm BSing on you, for sure. Mm-hmm. Why would why would I would want you to do that? Yeah. Or I would at least and when you say call me out, it's like ask me. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Remember you said you was gonna do this and you yeah. ain't you ain't done it. Because I have been in that situation like uh, I'm gonna give it to you on this day. Then it's like been a week. I got so frustrated that I s- snapped. Mm. But I, I apologize next day because I, I snapped through a text. But I apologize next day. But when I got to him on the phone, I said that wasn't really me. Mm-hmm. It was just the frustration of like I feel like I'm getting played. You know, I'm, you constantly saying you're gonna do this. Now you got on my ass about me not giving you no paperwork. Now I'm on your ass. Let me let me give y'all both mm. uh, a scenario. So and this is this is personal. What? Me and Charlemagne. Mm. Mm. So he connected with me. He's like, "Yo, I want to, I want to do this with you, man." All right, cool. Try to hit him. Didn't, didn't hear nothing back. Try to hit him. Didn't hear nothing back. Mm-hmm. After a while, I'm like, "Yo, is this dude playing me?" Like, I really felt like I was being played for a second. Mm-hmm. And then one day he hit me up. I was in the movie theaters, and I, I ran out, tried to get the phone. Damn, missed the call. Then next day he got me. Then next week he was here. Sometimes, man, people just really busy, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I really realized that. And the more that I've been building and building, I've become like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't want y'all ever think that if y'all hit me, that I'm ignoring you. Mm-hmm. Or if anybody who's listening and you try to do that, it's not an ignore. It's yeah. just like you got the bigger you get, it's so much that get on your plate that you gotta do. You gotta prioritize how to how yeah. to do it. The only difference is if I'm telling you that I'm going to do it and then don't do it, then that's an issue. Right. If I keep telling you that I'm going to have something by this date or this date, right. then that's an issue, man. Like, I'm not going to just, I ain't going to give you no date. I told him I wanted to sit down with him. But then I'm like, yo, let's do a podcast. So I already knew it. I'm going to be a kill two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. Even though that that analogy right now, people have an issue with that whole analogy. We had mm-hmm. a different we're a different yeah. age, bro. Mm-hmm. You killing birds? No, yeah. I ain't killing no birds, man. <laughs> so it's just that, man. Just mm-hmm. like I think a younger people have to like do find a mentor too, you know. Mm-hmm. Even if they're a couple years older than you. And and mm-hmm. sometimes age ain't even got to do with it. Yeah, it's the small intangibles I think that hold us back. Like you said, even reaching out for help. If somebody extends an olive branch to you, being young, sometimes you you know, especially in our community, you know what I'm saying? I don't like to demonize our community, but it's just something that I notice. I'll speak mm. for myself. It's always been hard as a young black man to even accept help because you're not used to even it being extended. So it's just like, mm, nah, yeah. man, it got to damn near come to my doorstep for me to even reach back out. And it's it's like, dang, we don't understand the concept of one person reaching out their hand and then you meeting that hand and it's a handshake. It's like, man, he got to come to my house. He got to do that. And I think it, it's it's a lot of stuff in it because it's just like what Spank said. Like, you know, somebody do something and I call him out. Like, we just don't un- even understand in business and in mentorship, man, we can't call out our mentors, man. We, we got to figure out a different way in order to do that, in order to be like, nah, in this level, it ain't, it ain't no like, you know, friend to friend. I cuss out my homeboy. We don't call him out. We just sit down and we like discuss it. Like, yeah, yeah. man, you fell short of this. Yeah. Like, you gave your word about this. And I ain't but, know how to communicate you know, at that time. Like, yeah. I did it twice. You feel yeah. me? Mm. I can see why he Because I didn't did it. Yeah, I did it twice, my mentor. And it kind of sucked. I learned so much mm. from him. Yeah, I, yo, but to me, yeah. if you're doing that with me, depending on the way you're doing it, that's, that's passion. Mm. You're passionate about it. 
you care about it yeah. and you really want what I'm saying that I got for you. Yeah. So yeah. I would be like more like, well, let me make sure that I, uh, you know, do what I say I'm going to yeah. do. But I would, I would, I would communicate mm. that with you better mm. too, so that way you don't end up with them same feelings. Yeah, because I, I felt bad because the second time I did it, his son was in a coma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but at the same time, you still yeah. got to communicate that with me. Mm. Yeah, if you don't know yeah, that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So it was just like, you know, I, I got all this game from you. you. You brought me to a different level. Not, I ain't going to say I'm on your level, but mentality-wise, I am. So mm. that's one reason why I came the way I came at you, because I remember when I was BS and you came at me. Yeah. And I'm just catching what you doing. What you, you know, you said you're going to do this. Hey, I need you to. And it ain't nothing but an apology and an understanding. You yeah. gotta have the empathy to be able to be like, this is this is what's going on. Right. If I tell you my son in a coma, then all of a sudden it changes. It changes. Yeah, it's, 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 it's communication though. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, again, back to that thing mm. when it, whoever yeah. if you if you got somebody who's a mentor who's really doing it. He yeah. on the mountain or she on the mountain. Yeah, he on the mountain. I ain't gonna lie. And that air is thin up there. He on the mm -hmm. mountain. I ain't gonna so lie. So looking down, think of how many other people texting yeah. him or her. Yeah. I know. And, and he is a busy person, so I, I respect him more now. I understand yeah. him more now. But yeah, he is like. Man, I even see that. I even see that with one of the guests I was trying to get on the show. That gave me some much needed perspective. Because I, I mean, I had, you know, guess that he was going to come on the show and then, you know, so elusive. And I'm like, Dang, that that is true. That is true. It's just yeah. like, man, you probably getting a million other, but you know, when you get your word about something, but that is deep, you know, because I even see it in myself as well. Like I say, man, and I'm like, man, I had so much to do. So yeah, well, that's again back down to that thing is olive branch to both y'all. Mm -hmm. Like it's not about me being anywhere. It's just yo, I I I have to do that for you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how we build stronger. Generations, generations and communities is by taking what I'm getting and passing that down to you and you're going to have your own struggles mm -hmm. to think that you're going to oh now I'm going to avoid you're going to avoid you're going to be able to avoid a lot but even in that avoiding a lot there's going to be other challenges that you're going to have that I didn't have maybe mm. but they all kind of fall under the same kind of challenges you know it, scarcity is the biggest challenge that you're going to face mm-hmm I don't have, right? I ain't got enough of the scarcity. And that throws you into fear. The best thing I can show you is how to get out of fear response and stay present and grounded in the midst of those challenges, you know? Or scarcity being there's not enough for both of us. That so it's too. like, yeah. hey, man, we got to, hey, one of us got to get it. It's going to be mine. And I feel like I see that even in podcasting, you know? Mm. And um, I heard Charlemagne talk about it. Said it's like you in the top ten percent if you like above five thousand yeah. listens a month or something like damn that's crazy I never even think about that but it's really a hierarchy but when you really think about it I think that's why this is important because I was thinking like man one day I was thinking to myself like man I should just move the pod we should move the podcast to Atlanta and I didn't I bring it up to him several times like man move the podcast but it's like man. I can't run away from the challenge just because it's difficult being a podcast in Detroit. I mean, that's one way and to we think didn't about, talk about it. This but before. that's but that's one way to think about. But why is that? Why is that running away? It's not because mm. if more, you have the ability. Honestly, I'm a young guy who moved to Miami and stayed there for six years. Mm. Y'all young, y'all ain't got kids. Get up and out, bro. Mm. Yeah, and that's the only thing, man. Get up, get up, and get out if you got to mm. Atlanta. Atlanta, you gonna build? You probably build quicker. 
No facts. No, I want to bring it back though. I want to bring that's it back. If that's like, what yeah, you want to do, really then wanna then do. that's what you want to do. It's but like, it's not about you running. Mm. It's about you really wanting yeah, to, to be, do it. I'm Jason. the same way. I could have moved. My friend said, "David, they don't they don't appreciate you in to, Michigan." To be you honest, though, Cali. I feel like we should move to Atlanta. Atlanta. Atlanta I, I feel like except Atlanta, I ain't moving nowhere, bro. Mm. I'm like this. I built this out of my own backyard. Mm. I didn't want to come back home. I didn't. I was mm-hmm. sick. I wasn't well. I wasn't mentally, emotionally well. I had to. I said I'd never come back here. And now that I'm back here, home, man. You can't. Like they always say, there's no place like home. Mm-hmm. Well, I ain't even talking about the actual physical la- location. I'm talking about what's inside of me. Mm-hmm. This is the home that got better. So now I'm here, and it's gloomy outside, and it's snowy. I'm still good, bro. I, I like the seasons changing now. Me Why? Too. Because I got good within myself first. Mm. Not running. I can go live in paradise and go live in Miami and all that. But, no, oh, man, I built it here. But I understand I understand people who leave outside here. They say, man, you, you, you know, it's hard to be a prophet in your own town. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus, they ain't, they ain't really accept him like that. Why? Because ain't you, ain't you the carpenter? Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to tell me you, 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 you the Messiah? What? Yo, you was putting shingles on roofs and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a mod. That's Spank. Spank ain't nobody. You know, and that's crazy. That's crazy, cause when when we first started, I was like, man, yeah, Detroit, man, they on the back, and they been, and our biggest audience is in Seattle, and then it goes like <laughs> down from there. Then so New why York, Atlanta, move like, anywhere? Yeah, because I mean, your audience they, gonna yeah, be anywhere. They are gonna come find us. Well, one reason why we all said a good move be to Atlanta because of the guests we can get on. Mm-hmm. Everybody's down there, so you know we can get QC, little baby, mm-hmm. um, Migos, two chains. You know what I'm saying? You can easily get access, Tyler Perry. We can easily get access to those mega stars mm. on the podcast. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it, would, it, would take time, it would take time for something. Yeah. They ain't nothing but a trip, mm. right? Though they ain't, they ain't nothing but a couple hundred dollar trip. Get a studio. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go mm. travel and go record. They EYL. You see what EYL doing? Yeah, mm-hmm. Africa right now. Yeah, guys in Africa. That's just, they. You know what? Rashad and Troy set the model for y'all. They did. See, my, my model is different because mm-hmm. I'm building, I'm building physical locations on top of this is my this is my channel to push, you know what I'm doing. So y'all y'all's are different. If y'all just trying to build a podcast, you can y'all you can follow that whole model they got. But see, guess who got the relationships to them? You. Mm. Also, I realized oh, on their model, they also have some. They did. They got the business structure to back them up to move like that. I feel like we definitely need finances to for us to be able to move. And also, they didn't have the finances starting off though. They mm-hmm. didn't. But I'm talking about now. Like I see how now they're moving yeah, with the. Yeah. And they probably got you know LLC is in a credit. They probably using their credit to move and writing it all off. Well, they, it's some type of business behind it. Yeah, I can help y'all with the business stuff, man. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. but yeah, this, this the conversation go on and on on right. top of. Yeah. You gotta get a mentor, man. Facts. Mm-hmm. You know, That's true. Uh, or or find a mentor, and it doesn't have to be a mentor that you know. Just get online and find somebody that you resonate with, and start l- devouring that information and put it into practice mm-hmm. and fail, fail quick, fail fast, fail often, and get it out the way and move on so mm-hmm. you can grow. I heard somebody say that the quicker he want to fail as fast as he can, so he know what he do, so he can go on to the next. Some mm-hmm. people, some people, they I rather fail. In a launch, then not launch at all. 
because mm. I learned something from the the failed launch. Then well, I didn't launch it at all. I did. I did have a podcast years ago, like three years ago, called uh, Enhanced Potential. I had like two episodes, but I never put it up on. Mm. I don't know where I. I think I cut up some clips to put on Instagram, but I never put it out. Until it came around to do a podcast again. But guess what? I wasn't ready to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. I wasn't either. I was trying to do one. And he was my first guest. I had to call Talking Spank. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I had one talk called Talking Spank. I had him on there, Diesel. And that was it. And I never got to How many episodes y'all did? Y'all got so far on your podcast? 26. 26. Y'all got 26 on your mm -hmm. podcast right now? Like 26. Said, yeah, so I, I'm today, y'all 30. Mm -hmm. So we both broke that level mm -hmm. you the know what I'm saying the, the seven episode mark and what did he say Charlamagne I heard him say that what, what did he say though about it being in the top 10% if yeah. you got like 5,000 5,000 yeah monthly monthly listeners it's like you know 5,000 monthly plays I think 5,000 you in the top 10 percentile well we in the top 10 percentile I got more than 5,000 yeah and I was like damn that's crazy I didn't even think about it until when I, when I saw that but we'll end on this and we'll talk that, that's that's why this is so important for everybody who's listening who's young who's older whatever like stop you gotta do this thing with with tunnel tunnel vision mm -hmm. you gotta put the blinders on you know they put blinders on horses so they mm -hmm. can't see the other horses you gotta run like that and you got to start. And uh, John Morgan, I did a podcast with him about three or four podcasts ago. And we were talking about it. he has a podcast. And I want to I want to connect to y'all to get him on y'all's as well. You know, he's looking at his viewers and he's like, you know, 200 views. I'm like, that's 200 people. I said, what if 200 people was in this room right now? That feels more real to you then. But when you just a little harder. But when you look at when you look at, you know, these viewers or listeners or likes, and you look at it as this digitized form, you totally diminish what it really is. There's somebody, there's one person who looking at y'all stuff who love what y'all got going on. And if you got 5,000 of those people, you know how, that's a lot of people, bro. Mm -hmm. 5,000 people can fill a stadium. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At, at InvestFest, there was, there was more than 5,000 people out there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So 5,000 people, like these numbers, you can't minimize them. If it's one view, if it's two view, if it's three view, it's a keep, view. keep putting the content out there and keep keep pushing consistency over intensity. Mm, I love it. Love that. So who y'all next guest? Um, we got some stuff. We got some stuff in the works. Um uh, they just they just gonna have to tune in and, and see. But uh, I, I will say I I I have fun on there. Mm -hmm. So I have fun and I wanna read some of the comments and they was just like Yo, I, that's what that's what keeps you right. That's yeah. like the comments. People are like, man, this is yeah. these conversations we're having is like blowing people's minds mm, because man. they ain't never. Because you know we ain't never see us growing up talking the way that we're talking. We mm. all grew up the same. I feel like you know yeah, what I mean? it's a it's a it's a shared. We have a shared commonality. That's what culture is. Mm. But I'm I like listening to. I'll listen to the rappers. Uh. Like podcasts, it gives mm -hmm. you history of what was going on yeah. as they was coming up. So if if it it feels better because mm. you you were there, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, and you get their perspective. So it's so. Last question: What uh, what's the best thing you've learned so far? Well, I don't want to say the best thing. What's some impactful things you learned so far from some of your guests? Mm -hmm. <laughs> get out that freeze. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that man, that's when you was talking. I'm just like, damn, that's a lot of meat. Like, 
If my girl ain't tripping on I'm toxic, bro. Mm. You know, I'm thinking, you know, she, mm-hmm. you know, she want, why she ain't acting this way? Why she ain't tripping? I, I was telling him that earlier. I, yeah. I analyze everything now. Once yeah. you get the tools, you just start using them every day, and it's yeah. difficult to put them down. But I think, you know, one of the, the things that I learned is just not to take it so hard on myself. You know, yeah, I'm hard just to tell on the myself. conversation that we had after I did the podcast uh, the first time when I was on. Um, and you was just telling me, like, I mean, and I know it wasn't an on-air conversation, but just conversations that sparked from having these platforms, mm-hmm. and you were just telling me, like, man, you don't need to be, like, try to be so perfect. Like, that community trauma, man, that's, man, that stuff is so deep. I mm-hmm. didn't understand how deep that was, mm-hmm. and I had to take a step back from every community, for real. You know what I'm saying? And not, not you know, trying to demonize anything, but it's just I needed to really just sit back and reflect and just woosah. Because I didn't understand it was a thing until you even gave a word to what it is. And it's like, that's how I always felt like that even in jobs. You know what I'm saying? You work a job, you get acclimated in the community, and it turns toxic, and you feel like you can't leave because they got a hold on you. Mm. I feel like that community trauma is was a big thing for me, man. I learned to let go of a lot of community trauma, man, and embrace other community. You know, so it's just, it's a beautiful thing. I just learned to be authentic, too, though. Mm-hmm. Be like... Accept my flaws and accept everything I have and continue just to grow and become stronger. Don't look down on myself. Yeah. I think that's like a lot. That's big. Like that's one of my biggest things. I look down on myself. I'm very, like you said, I'm very hard on myself. Mm. And I and I can't figure out why. Like I got to look at all the things I have accomplished and look at all the great things I have done. But I don't look at it. You know, until my homeboy said something the other night. Like, damn, bro, you doing your thing. Actually felt good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we'll leave you with this. You you got to understand that that perfectionism is a trauma response. Mm-hmm. You know, specifically, we grew up where we could never do right. If you always had a parent or somebody always, you know, looking down on what you've done and was not good enough, yeah. then you try to be perfect to try to please mm-hmm. people and everybody. So yeah. once we can, you know, this is how we become more powerful men is by by bridging our our light and our dark knowing that you're going to be a hero to somebody and some people you're going to be a villain. And I'm okay with both. Mm. Mm. Till next time, guys. Mm. Yes, sir. You yes, dig. Sir. You dig. That's, that's, that's right. That is so true, bro. I love it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true, man. You've been listening to the Inner Wealth Podcast on EYL. Theme song produced by Be Ready for West Coast Creations. I am Raz Cass, reminding you to take action, be proactive, be congruent, get out of the matrix, get your mind right. We've automated mental health at inception. Join the movement. Inner Wealth Podcast. Inner Wealth Podcast. Inner Wealth Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.